Friends and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B usually, but today we are on the road for a retreat radio experience, talking with some students from Front Royal at Nazarene down here in Virginia and some leaders as well. Uh, give it up, guys and ladies. You can uh, go ahead and, and clap for one another. Uh, it's we're gonna be sharing. We're gonna be sharing stories with one another and and talking about trajectory and direction and things of that nature. Uh, but joining me first and foremost, right up here is right, I'm uh, foremost. yeah, first and foremost, <laughs> you are foremost, uh, my friend down here from front. Hey, he's sharing it already. Uh, <laughs> down here at at Front Royal, uh, one of the leaders, one of the pastors down here. Please give it up for Pastor Ben Preston. <laughs> So Ben, you've been here for a little while now, coming upwards of a year, uh, I believe, and uh, talk about, uh, real quickly, talk about trajectory and direction, what it means to you. I mean, my first thought with trajectory and direction, it's you have to know where you're going, you have to have a direction you're set, and if you don't have a planned course, you never know when you get there. Um, so having trajectory is finding out where it is, in this context, finding out where God is calling me. And what steps do I need to take to get to that place or to head that direction? Okay. And, the, and you're talking about that from the angle personally in your personal walk with the Lord or your personal direction in life. But how do you carry that over into the ministries that you are in charge of here at the church? Sure. Um, so something that I have learned from people way smarter than me over the years is it's very similar. When you have a ministry, we have to have a goal. We have to have a mission, a focus. What is it we're trying to do um, and then that plays out into then what do we do on the day-to-day that is moving us towards that. So, for instance, if our goal is to minister to everybody in the neighborhood around our church, what are we then going to do to connect with those people in the neighborhood around our church to minister to them? It's not just some dreamy ideal of what would be awesome, but it's how do we actually get there? That's, a, that's pretty sweet. And so, for you, what are some of your dreams for the teens you interact with here, the kids ministry that you run here, what are some of the dreams that you have? I mean, my first and foremost, I want to see every student, uh, be it from birth up through a 50-year-old student, I want to see everybody who comes under my ministry and under my, my supervision, if you will, to have a stronger, deeper, more meaningful, passionate pursuit after Jesus uh, to live into what it is that he's calling them to. Um, and then with that, I want to reach more people and bring them into that um, because I know that's what everything in life is about, is finding Jesus and pursuing him. So I want to see people saved and get to know Jesus and become deeper, better, more mature Christians. That's awesome. And I think that's a, a worthwhile endeavor, a worthwhile goal. I mean, it's what we're called to, right? I mean, that, that is the model of making disciples, making those that are uh, passion, passionate followers of Jesus Christ, fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about your story of, of coming to know Jesus? Like, what's, what's your background a little bit? What's the life-altering moment, if you will? And you don't have to get into extravagant detail, but sure. what is the life-altering moment that God used in your life to really bring you back to him? 
Sure. Uh, so my life was the, the story of the kid who was dragged to church, whose parents were on church leadership, who uh, Christianity was comfortable. Um, Jesus was that guy. Um, and I was a Christian because my family was a Christian. We went to church, and I knew all the Bible, all the, the Sunday school answers. Uh, but for me, the culminating moment, uh, I was at camp one summer, and the sermon was actually talking about, um, I forget the kid's name, but it was a, a guy that fell asleep while Paul was preaching and died and then came back to life. Um, and it fell out of the second story window. Fell out window. of the second story window, <laughs> landed thud, he's dead, um, and then came back to life. And, and the sermon that night, I don't remember the details, but it was essentially God was speaking to me saying, Ben, you know all these things, you know who I am, you've been around this, you've been sitting in the window since birth. But at some point, you knocked yourself out, and you're not actually being, you're not actually invested, you're not actually in relationship with me. Um, and for me, it came in the sense of let me bring you to life so you can actually be plugged into who I am and really experience relationship with me for the first time. Um, and it, it was an, an instant turnaround of uh, being in relationship with Christ versus knowing about him. Awesome. So we're talking about trajectory. We're talking about direction. You've kind of given that overview for you personally as well as your ministry. Uh, Final thoughts as to maybe some of the messages that you've heard and the interactions you've had uh, this weekend already. Uh, the biggest point for me is just being challenged to increasingly focus on uh, being intentional. Um, kind of like I mentioned a second ago, you don't get somewhere accidentally. You've got to at some point get in the car and, and hit the gas. Um, so it's being more focused, more intentional, more um, what exactly am I going to do today? Uh, God, what do you have for me today? Make me aware of what you have for me today that I can draw closer to you and uh, be more who you want me to be. That's awesome. Guys, ladies, uh, before we say goodbye to Ben and move on to our next uh, person here, any final thoughts that you might have for the audience here in-house or the audience that might be listening to this broadcast later on? Oh, man. Um don't get wrapped up in the, the simple words of what we're talking about this weekend. It's really easy to say trajectory and be connected. And these are really great, like, Twitterable, tweetable. I, I should know that word. <laughs> tweetable, postable catchphrases. These are great hashtags. Um, but it's easy to get lost in the, the, the catchiness of a word and, and to numb ourselves to its actual meaning and, and significance in our lives. So while we're hashtagging, while we're doing whatever, uh, make sure we're also internalizing it and really processing what does that mean truly practically step-by-step step for you as an individual awesome give it up for pastor ben Preston. yeah thank you pastor ben moving on we're going to interview one of our students that's here we're going to ask dan to come on down let's give it up for dan yeah dan the man so dan uh you've done the youth group thing for a while and and you're doing the college thing a little bit what does a weekend like this mean for you it's like a refresher course okay of. yeah um Almost like a crash refresher course? Not like a crash refresher okay. course, but it's like it's like when you're at a restaurant and your drink gets low and they just fill it up back. That's okay. what it's like to me. Um, college life's been hard and uh, uh, just trying to make my, um, my walk with God stronger has been kind of a struggle because there's so much work and I don't want to um, do that. So coming back here kind of gives me that refreshing um, new look at things and a new walk. 
I can come out with it. So that's what this weekend means to me. Awesome. Um, talk about a little bit with those that are here, those that are listening on this retreat radio episode of Untorn. Uh, talk about maybe your your life as as you feel uh, comfortable yeah, doing. Yeah. Uh, talk about your life before Jesus, and talk about your story a little bit about coming to Jesus. All right. So my life before Jesus, um, I guess I've always known about him. I was like Pastor Ben. I was my, I'm a pastor's kid. I was I was drugged to church, you could say. And, uh, but I never actually lived the life of Jesus. I kind of acted that part, you know, just to get people, okay, he's a Christian, he's got this, but I never fully believed it. And um, I always struggled to always make people happy and not just be myself. I always acted what they wanted me to be like. And then a couple years ago, as I was asking me a 10th grade year in high school, I actually had this thing, he's like, it felt like God actually said, why are you trying to mimic me just do me. That's what he was actually trying to say to me. Wow. And I was like, that kind of was like a slap to the face, like a get real moment. And I was like, okay. And so I kind of let my walls down and just be myself and continue to uh, walk in the way that he wanted me to walk in. And so that was my life and after my life so far. That's awesome. So we're talking about trajectory and you've shared kind of the pre uh, and coming to Jesus uh, where do you see yourself after college? What's uh, what do you think God's taking you uh, towards in in terms of the direction, the trajectory of your life? So I think the trajectory He's planned for my life is I think I've been called to become a a children's pastor or a youth group leader. I have a um, a loving thing for children and teenagers. I, I can connect well with them. I am not afraid to talk to people, and I feel like He wants me to use that gift and share my story and help out future generations to come to know the Lord. So I think that's the trajectory he's setting for me. Awesome. So talk about college life, talking about uh, leading up to college life, being a a youth group kid that was dragged to church, uh, (laughs) quote-unquote forcibly, (laughs) or you'd feel it otherwise. Uh, what, um, What sort of words of wisdom would you impart or give to us uh, those again that are here in house and those that are listening on this this podcast today. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but you know, just be yourself. And don't don't force yourself to be something that you're not, because down the road you're later just going to hate it, and you're just going to bring yourself more pain from not being truly who you are. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Dan. Any closing words? Any other closing thoughts? I got nothing. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Give it up for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> So our next uh, our next interviewee is going to be Lily. Lily, come on down. Uh, give it up for Lily. Yeah, that's all right. Lily taking a bow. That's awesome. So how how have you come to uh, this place of, of youth group and of churches? Church is something you grew up in. What, what's what's your background a little bit? Well, like a lot of other people, I have pretty much grown up in church my whole life. My mom was a Christian her whole life. My dad came to know Jesus later on in, uh, in his life. And so I've been going to churches. I've moved around a lot as well. So I've been trying to find a new church and a new place to uh, have a church family with. And it's been, it's been tough to try to find the place to where I feel like it can fit in because you're not always gonna find that place. And it really helped coming here to have people who 
uh, kind of just appreciate what I can do and what I can bring to people, and they uh, just they let me be me, mm -hmm. and so I really do appreciate it a lot. That's awesome. Uh, you were at camp this summer, mm -hmm. and what what's uh, what's camp life for you like? Do you do you look forward to it every year, and why? And what's the what's the big uh, to do in your mindset with camp? Well, this past summer was the first time I ever went to actually a church camp. Okay. And so uh, I first went to volunteer for a camp called Power Camp for third through sixth graders, roughly, in that general uh, area. And so that definitely brought out trying to be a role model for the children and be that strong, godly woman to what they can see what they can imitate and do in their lives. There, then I went to the next camp, which was family camp, and then I met, of course, you, and I've met a lot of people who are actually here tonight. And I look forward to, in those camps, trying to get to know people, because I'm that person who is super outgoing, super like, I have to get to know you, like you can be my new friend in like five seconds, but it's something to where, it's something enjoyable for me, becoming friends and trying to help people with whatever they need. Because I know I can't always do that with everyone at all the time, but it definitely making friends at camps is really nice for me. Awesome. So talk about what this weekend has, me been, has meant for you so far. Again, we've been here less than 24 hours. I understand that. You were here last night. You heard a message, had some small group time, some goofy games that we did, uh, some more of the same this morning. Uh, what's a weekend like this mean for you? It, it brings about something that, for me, almost a new path, a way of thinking. Before, I thought that doing the simple stuff, worshiping God, reading the Bible, praying, was not something that could really help me grow closer to God. And over the course of this past 24 hours, or less than 24 hours even, that I've learned that doing the things like praying and worshiping the Lord and fellowship with other people can really bring about a spiritual growth with the Lord. And that really has um, taught me how to grow and to become the better woman that I'm supposed to be. Awesome. And so as, as we wrap up later today and into tomorrow for church here, where, where do you think or what is the trajectory of your life, what sort of stake in the ground are you going to place that says, no, that doesn't belong to me anymore, I'm living this way, where are you heading? Well, I have to finish up high school first Obviously. in order to kind of figure out a main course for me. Over the past few months, I have been praying and thinking and talking to God, and I feel like missions work is where I'm heading after college, or at least to do college first and then do something in admissions work. For years, I've always thought about going to Africa and I feel like that's a place to where I can maybe start my work Okay. after starting what I can do here first. Because if I can't start in my own small town, what makes me think that I'm gonna actually be able to go to some completely foreign place. And so going there and ministering to people because for me, that means I can show what God has done in my life mm -hmm. 
and now this is what can happen in your life. And so I believe that's where I'm supposed to be. Awesome. And as we wrap up your segment, do you have any final thoughts or any important things that uh, are relevant from this weekend that we should incorporate here in this audience, in this capacity, in, in this room, or for anybody that might be listening right now? Do the simple things, because worshiping, praying, fellowship with people, talking to your mentor, and trying to get to know God can really help a growth spiritually and even mentally, because every day is like a day of training for the Lord. You're, you're learning what He has for, want you to do and what He has for you, and so just growing every day spiritually is definitely a great thing to do, especially during the days that seem super tough. You have to work your way through those days. Awesome. Guys, ladies, give it up for Lily. Yay. Thank you, Lily. And our final interviewee uh, for this episode is going to be uh, the music man, the drummer man. Uh, give it up for Wyatt. Wyatt's coming up now. Uh, Wyatt, you are a college-age student. You have obviously had a lot of experience with the kit that is behind me right now, this this drumming unit. Talk about maybe your past, your trajectory uh, beforehand about how you got into drumming and things like that. Talk about that. Well, honestly, I was actually jealous of my older sister <laughs> because uh, my older sister, uh, she's a drummer as well. I started out... This, this is being recorded, so it can yeah. be played back for blackmail later on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but keep going on. Keep continuing. But, um, I started out on guitar... And it was, eh, it was like, it was just like something I messed with. And same with drums. I just, I had a small little tiny kit at home and just, I just left it to collect dust. And then I started to finally just start messing around with it. And they got me a full-size kit. And uh, just around my freshman year in high school, uh, like I've been playing, I've been playing drums since like I was in sixth grade. I, that's when I really started in like band, like concert band, stuff like that. But I've been playing drums for about 10 years now, but I really didn't, really start my passion until around my freshman year in high school and that's when I really realized that's something I want to do for the rest of my life is something it's music is just awesome <laughs> you know it's just like mm -hmm. it's the best way I can explain it it's calming it's something you I can go to I mean no in the in the direction in the in the trajectories of life there are different seasons that come along with it mm -hmm. uh, you were a college student at Liberty University and Talk about, with us, where you're at a little bit with that now. Uh, <laughs> with, with, again, understanding that there is no shame in the different seasons, right? Well, last year I uh, lived off campus with my uh, second oldest sister um, uh, as an online student. Grades were, I was a part of uh, the marching band at Liberty. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Um, grades were not the best. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, no, that happens. Um, Right now, I'm in the process of uh, doing uh, online classes at Strayer University. Awesome. At um, a time, if I decide to go back full time at Liberty, I can. If I think of with a higher GPA. Yeah. And just and doing this to just prove myself that I can pass a college course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes we need those confidence boosters mm -hmm. in in the different directions in our life, so that we can um, so that we can be assured that what God has for us, we can be trained up for in the excellence that He has uh, for each one of our lives, right? So, what does what does a weekend like this mean for you? 
coming to a retreat, helping us lead in music, but you're doing a great job in doing. Uh, what does a weekend like this mean for you? It's something so kind of like same with Dan. It's just kind of like a refresher for us. It's just like something that wakes you up. Like um, the uh, what you preached last night was uh, it was like like challenged me a lot. In the first line, it helped me out a lot. Um, because like I, like I was telling you, the smoker yesterday is just like I've always seen myself up the, on the stage just telling people about the certain topic, but I have no right to tell that because I'm still working on it myself. Um, I've gotten a lot better at it, praise God, but uh, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done yeah. to get to it. Yeah. And I think having those yes moments, which is what we talked about last night a little bit, having those yes moments with God are those things that, that each one of us needs to continue to have. And those of you that are in the studio audience right now that are beginning to check out and playing with your fingers and, and doing all that, we need to all have those yes moments with God. Would you say yes to that, that we need yes moments with God, yes or no? Yes. Okay, yeah. And, um, and so what are some ways maybe for you that you can continue to say yes to God uh, after an event like this is over? Start saying yes and finally go through the doors that are open. Awesome. That's very cool. What sort of pieces of advice would you give to each one of us that are here in this place today? Stay alert. Stay alert? Stay alert and just keep your eyes on, on God and just continually just to strive towards Him. Okay. That's fair and that's awesome. And uh, where do you see yourself in five years from now? I have no idea. You have no idea. And you know what? That's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Are you okay that it's that that there's no idea right now with yeah. that? That's awesome. So Wyatt living uh day to day, seeking out the Lord, pressing on to him, and champion championing is that a word? It is now. Yeah. Uh, uh, championing the cause, right? Mm -hmm. And continuing to serve him through drumming and through music in general. That's so cool. Any closing thoughts for everybody? Once again, so give it up for Wyatt. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, oh no. There oh, yeah. You're the man. Appreciate you. Um, so you have been listening to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. We do this podcast every Thursday at 9 p.m. Uh, from Studio 14B, otherwise known as my living room. Uh, you're hearing some testimonies uh, today, uh, this special Saturday, of what's happening uh, for people in different seasons of life. And not every season is the best, but we continue to need to press into God and his faithfulness for our long-term trajectory so that our direction ultimately leads heavenward because we're serving him and we have Jesus Christ in our hearts and in our lives. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this broadcast uh, from Studio 14B, usually on Thursday night. I am Jay Trainer, but today we are live at Front Royal Nazarene. God bless you guys. Audience, why don't you say goodbye on three if that's all right. Uh, thanks for being here, guys, and thanks you for tuning in. Uh, let's say goodbye on three, right? One, two, three. Goodbye. We'll see you on Thursday right here on untorn.net.